The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. I got a fever, and the only prescription is for over the line! This, I'm sorry, Smokey, you were over the line, that's the problem. Is the Cigar Authority. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The Authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. Sounds pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stunt. The scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. It's time to light them up. Sounds really fun. It's time. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbell. Saturday, December 30th, 2017. Broadcasting live from... The La Fleur Dominicana Cigar Soundstage. And with us today is the National Sales Manager of La Fleur Dominicana, Mr. Jonathan Carney. You're listening to the Cigar Authority broadcasting over me, eight years. You didn't even do it at the right time. Give me that. As we reflect back from 2017 and announce the Cigar of the Year, welcome everybody to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. And I'm going to put this under here so you can't touch it. Joining us for the whole show on stage from La Fleur Dominicana Cigar Soundstage is the national sales guy for La Fleur Dominicana, Mr. Jonathan Carney. The not, real Mr. Jonathan not Mr. Carney. Anything. So I'm here for a couple reasons. One, to find out what the cigar of the year is. Yes. Two, to smoke some other cigars than LFD. Yeah. And three, I'm here to, to vindicate you because I felt like you were emasculated on the Oliver Niveau episode i was was brutal it was brutal so i'm here to help you out i'm here to back you up today i'll be mr jonathan number two so what's funny about that is that so many people believe in their heart of hearts that that you want to be mr jonathan and and the real truth is that you've got my (laughs) back mr jonathan you've got my back on every single thing every single time and i very much appreciate it he gets mail addressed to him as the real mr jonathan he got that once and you did it (laughs) (laughs) one time and and your point is yeah how cool is that so no i I am here to help back you up today i felt a little bad i've been doing this now with you for several years and i've I've usually been giving you a hard time but i I felt after what happened to you several weeks back that you needed a little bit of support i appreciate that and your first time on the big set on the la flua dominicana cigar sound set and let it be known that this vision started from a conversation we had that you said that we should kind of do this it morphed into a maybe a little different than what it was. It's, it's a whole lot closer than, uh, than what we were talking about that day because I think we, what we, it was after a show. Yeah. And we had left. We talked for probably about an hour and a half or so. And then we moved to your office. We were yeah. smoking cigars and um, talking about things we're not supposed to talk about on the show. Yeah. Bad, bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, so, um, so we sat and talked about it. He said, I'm thinking about doing something up here. And I said, you know what would be great? I go, a, a coffee concept or like a coffee bar or lounge i go it's really hot there's a lot of unique different coffee things out there and um 
and then we left. And I had a five-and-a-half-hour drive, and you had a five-and-a-half-hour time in your office after. Yeah. And I, I called you when I, when I got to Maine. I was like, oh, I have, I have this great idea of things. I just, I just thought about this for about five-and-a-half hours. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I did too, and yeah. I just put together a business plan. Yeah. I was like, right. oh, my gosh. I'm like, this is, this is escalating quite quickly. Um, and then you had the concept with the podcast, uh, yeah. podcast cafe with it. Uh, so it was, it's really kind of, it's in my head, this is mostly what I envisioned anyway. Amazing. So no, it's come out beautiful. It's great. I'm having my first nitro cold brew. Yeah. So I'm very worried actually for after the show, whatever you talk about, because I'm like a guy that once you put it into my head, I'm <laughs> off and running and I, I, I couldn't sleep for two days. So that was maybe in June. So by September 30th, this thing was open. Um, and a concept that didn't exist. There's no such thing as a podcast cafe right now. I'm hoping there will be lots of them, and I own them all would be the <laughs> ideal thing. But It's we'll certainly see. unique. I mean, and that was one of the reasons when we talked about it. And it's, it's fun to be up here now because I've, I've, I've seen it be put together. Yeah. Uh, but the last several months for me has obviously been nuts. But um, it, it's fun to, to sit here and, and see how it's matured and what it became and from the conversation we had. Uh, and there really is nothing else out there like this. I mean, the coffee side, coffee's super popular. <coughs> coffee's yeah. like craft beer, uh, you know, was five, ten years ago. Are you drinking ago. beer right now? Uh, yeah, actually. I, got, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I tossed a few back on the drive over. Right. It's legal here in New Hampshire, yeah. right? That's nitro cold brew. So we got some awesome coffees. Anyway, I love coffee. I love um, cigars. And I think, actually, and a lot of people are pairing with whiskeys and things like that. And there's nothing better th- than pairing with coffee. I've, I believe I've always said that, too. Like, for me, mm. I love to drink, obviously, but I also, my favorite pairing for cigars is always coffee. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's the best. There's a little bit of acidity to it, so it clears your palate, mm-hmm. and then I, it's, it's just a perfect pairing, in my opinion. All right, so let's get with it. Let, let's begin and start, and we're going to go back to, and, and congratulations still on uh, Cigar Aficionado giving the Andalusian Bull, La Florida Dominicana's Andalusian Bull, the Cigar of the Year in 2017 for the 2016 year. This year, um, and we'll get into it, um, you guys made, uh, you're in there, uh, in their list, but not at the very top of it, but... I would consider the Andalusian Bull still the number one cigar, cigar of the year, according to Cigar Aficionado, because you can't get the one that they picked. Therefore, you have to go back to last year. It's, a, it's the next best thing you could do, right? So I'm going to cut this. Yeah, let's I, do I'm, it. I'm fiending right now. Well, let's do it. Um, but, yeah. It's time to cut our cigar. <laughs> official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So excellence. today's first cigar was the 2016 Cigar of the Year, and it's the La Galera, Connecticut, and it is part of the now-closed Cigar Authority Care Package. It's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Hochi Blanco's Indian Head Tobacco, and it measures 5 and one eighths by 50, as today we're smoking the Chevetta. It has an Ecuadorian-Connecticut wrapper over Dominican binder, and fillers including the T112 Dominican Varietal, Piloto Cubano, and Criollo 98. Single cigar will set you back $4.99, while a box price is $89.99, which is a savings of about $10 or 10% off the single price at TwoGuysCigars.com. If you are too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Get so, a little sweet bread on the uh, cold draw. Not that you two waited ah, long enough to. Uh, I did taste it before I did it, but now I'm now I'm painting the cigar, not lighting the cigar. I'm painting it with a lighter. 
Because this is five bucks. It's five bucks. Yeah. The lighter that we're using, however, is not five bucks. This is the uh, black label flat flame. This is the original flat flame. Very slim design. It's fancy. Fancy brush like flame. You can barely make it out on the camera there. This retails for $99.99, and it's got a couple of cool features. In addition to the flat flame, it also will double as a cigar rest. You rest it right in the groove there with the lid open. And it does have the patented Vertigo, big-ass tank. This is if I was wearing a suit or something. I want to want to dress yourself this. up. I figured, you know what? We're saying goodbye to one cigar of the year. We're introducing a new cigar of the year. Let's go out in style. So these uh, these black labels, that that line has always been really nice. Yeah, I, I have uh, I have one of the Porsche designs, which was, used to be the black yes. label. Yep. Um, they're really always they've always been really nice. They got nice weight to them. They're balanced. I've always enjoyed them quite a yeah. bit. I've not used this one before. Fancy. This is this is the one. Uh, this is the one that actually got us into the whole line. Yes, it, it did. It, it was a rep of something walking in with it, using it. And I'm like, what's with that? You know, and and geek it out that. How do I not have this? And what's the deal with this? And, and finding the company. And from there, it was on to everything. And they have a um, great lighter for every kind of price from absolutely the teens all the way up. So just to let you know, every time you bring up an Andalusian bowl question, I'm going to change the subject onto something to do with what the cigar we're smoking. So I don't actually have to answer the question. <laughs> yeah. So to, to answer your question directly through that uh, from the beginning, um, I was looking forward to the end of 2017 just because the there, there was another announcement of a cigar of the year for the cigar fishing analyst so my thought was all right there'll be a little bit of pressure that's taken off from us at the end of the year because something else announced now we, we never really met the actual demand for the product so there's still going to be a lot of demand for it. 2018 is going to be a good year but at least i can sit back and take a little breath because the people who are waiting to buy it just because it was number one are going to go to the next cigar and be like, oh, it's just number one. The problem uh, is the people that smoked have. it. The people <laughs> that smoked it, it's such a good cigar. Yeah. It got people to try La Flor Dominicana line, I would say, not just the cigar, the entire line to go back to it, um, or if they never did before, they go to it. Um, some people think it's nothing but powerful cigars. It's not true. You can have the Andalusian Bullet. Listen, there's nothing mild about no, it. No, it's a solid the, medium. Yeah. Maybe by the end you get to medium plus. It's a big meaty stick. And then you go from there. You take the customer around and mm-hmm. his lighter stuff, what do you want? There's something for everybody within the Fuller Dominicana line. And that was one of the big, big deals about that and uh, as well as some of our other more medium body offerings that we, we had <coughs> last year that we featured like our Reserve Especial line. Um, it was more medium. And the Andalusian Bowl didn't kick people's butts. Yeah. So you had the LFD guys or the LFD smoker that wanted it because it was LFD. Then you had the person that smoked it because they wanted to try a cigar of the year. And then you had people that that wanted more medium-bodied cigars, so then they started liking it. So you had the challenge on top of that. Uh, but from another very limited edition product being number one this year, uh, I haven't seen in the last couple of weeks. Nobody called me up and said, I want to cancel the bowls I have on order. Yeah, right. Nobody. Zero. I mean, there's still there's did, still tens you, of thousands on order. As the national sales guy, did you open new accounts that didn't even carry your product at all? Domestically, very very few. Oh. I mean, when I mean very few, maybe one or two new accounts. Really? Maybe. Well, you wow. guys aren't really you're not shopping really for new accounts because you want to service the accounts that you have. Yeah. You guys are in high 
demand. And you know, there's, there's some. Did they come th- out though? Did they people call and say, "I want"? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, I, I, absolutely. And and they always led with the Andalusian Bowl. The accounts that we did open up, as I said maybe one or two were either existing customers. So I'm not counting that. Say existing customer opened another store. That's different. Um, but the they always led with it. The ones we opened were like, this is not how this is going to go down. We I just can't provide it for the people that we have. So let's start here and work with you and grow. So they started on other lines that weren't right. that weren't you know cash cow items or top sellers. Um, but uh, domestically, very very few. And I you know I personally with the team had a lot of control over that. And I said well, the last thing you need to do is add another headache to the bottom of your list right. at the end of the week. So international was the big push, um, and where we see we saw the biggest growth. Now I have little to do with that um currently i probably will more going forward uh but international was the biggest growth for us in 2017 uh, because there was there's definitely countries that you want to try to get into and there's places and areas you want to work with so they might not even know the they, brand it, or they knew about it and saw Lido at the show and you know one thing that, that we've always done is we don't try to drive our cigars down anybody's throat. I'm not here to, to come and convince you to have to smoke it. Hey, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about if you're not smoking LFD. That's yeah. not my game. Uh, so when I, you know, I'm not going to beg anybody. So and Lido and Inez are very much the same way. We're going to make a good product. If you want to buy it, buy it. When you buy it, you're going to sell it. Right. And it's going to do well for you. So they kind of sit back in that regard. And I know it was very rewarding with the efforts internationally that they've made the last several years to, to have that. So the international was the biggest thing with that was – uh, I mean, we, we had countries we didn't open up, you know, uh, India wow. wanted some product and it was like, all right, we got to hold off on India for now because it's going to be a mess. <laughs> Sorry, India. Yeah. You don't get We have all. listeners in India. So. Yeah. You can answer our phones, but no, you cannot have the cigar. <laughs> um, but they didn't, uh, they didn't leave you out. Cigar aficionado did not leave you out. Number 23 in Cigar Aficionado, so they, they still kept you in there from number one to 23. But anyway. You, you know what the cigar was, correct? What Do you was know what it was? It was, a, uh, it was our double Lijero Lancero. Can't get it. I, I had one box in stock the day that it was announced. So it, it's, a, it's a limited item that we make. Why? Uh, great why, product. why do they do it? That, you know, Andalusian Bull was a limited item. The Toro Fuente, whatever it's called, is it's number one right now, <coughs> is a limited shock. Eye of the Shock. Very, so, very limited edition. Limited so my item. school of thought on that, I mean, just because it's limited doesn't, and doesn't exempt it from being the best of the year. From what somebody may have smoked, it, however. And just so you know, and we're going to announce the Cigar of the Year, and I say the in, in capital letters, the Cigar of the Year, because it is the first and original, it is the Cigar of the Year. But being limited actually eliminates it from our list. It is actually a, oh, it's, it's a limited product, therefore forget it. They do not do that. They actually embrace it. Oh, it, certainly, certainly. And, and as I said, it, it's... It's great because they're smoking everything. However, it does it does create some challenges. So I could see both sides of it, uh, how people would feel one way or the other. And um, you know, I, I use the example of like the Motor Trend Car of the Year. Like every year, it's not a Ferrari F430. Sure. You know, it's not it's not the Enzo from 10 years ago. You know, that's not the Motor Trend Car of the Year. So there are unique challenges. But I mean, the 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 list for me in regards to the the top 10. Uh, I thought the Padron. I, I thought Padron was going to be number one, hands down. I thought yeah. that was going to be. I was like, that would be Padron 1926, number one of some kind. Number number one, number two, number two. I think was the one that was on there as number two. Um, so I thought it was Padron. It's not confusing at all. Uh, but when I didn't see a Fuente product with the Fuente 
yeah, branding we, we on all, it. We all called it at the end yeah, of the company, Fuente, not no. necessarily the, the, the size or yep. anything like that. Also, it got started getting a little scary towards the end that it was became the death pool, basically, <laughs> of, oh, geez. You know, if you, you look at it and you say, oh, my God, I'm, you actually don't want to be number four, right? <laughs> 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 but it's always fun to watch the list, and it's, it's definitely uh, – Definitely huge. What what it what it does company. do that is positive, not to keep beating on them. What is positive no, is it bre- brings attention to cigars, it. and that's the thing that we all want and it's we all benefit two, from. Absolutely, that. it's two weeks in and we're still talking about it. Cigar Journal number six. So you're you're in there on everybody's list uh, of top cigars. It's because of the company and the product that they make uh, as deserving as it is. But I find it very interesting. But we put together, and unfortunately, you're not on our list. You've been the Cigar of the Year before, but uh, this year we have contenders for the Cigar of the Year. And what are they, Barry? The In no particular order, they are Perla Del Mar Maduro, Luminosa from Crown Heads, Aladino, the Oscar Habano, Aroa First 20 Colorado, Wayfarer by Sereno, my father's Vegas Cubanus, and the wise man Midoro. So did you say no particular order because you didn't want to maybe imply what the Cigar of the Year might be? Right, I didn't want people to think that. It certainly looks like it's in a particular order off the list you read it on. (laughs) Well, I read it on the order of the list, but these aren't the cigars that came in first to eighth. Okay. Those are are the cigars in order that they appeared in the pack. I, I actually purchased... Personally, okay. The pack had it shipped to my house. Yep. It was uh, uh, shipped to the real Mr. Mr. Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. It, it, it did get posted online, and there was quite a. Did bit Did you of smoke them? Because th- those were meant for me. <laughs> I, I, I smoked all of them. The, oh, you did. Uh, I did. Okay, I smoked good. every single one. All right. I, I, I actually took his vote for cigar of the year. All right. I know how the, he voted. It was funny because you guys were talking the day that it came out. You've been people that are like had already smoked through all of them. There was eight, right? Yeah. And like, oh, how does somebody already smoke through all eight of them? I did six in one night. Kids, don't try this at home. You guys are professional. So that's good. You end up trying so you can make a informed decision of what you thought it would be. And, and we'll you did. It. You voted. You voted. You so voted. We'll leave that vote out so that you don't um skew anything maybe at the end when we announce what it is you tell us if you were right or wrong or whatever but you're out on the road do you see these cigars that are in the contenders do you see them on the road in people's stores i'm i'm i see all of them okay uh out on the road um the one i've there's two on here that i've been seeing a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of cigars that are regional because when when cigar companies launch whether they say it or not there's there's a region where they're launching, or or naturally there's a region that's going to be more popular. Or they have a, they have the one particular rep yeah. in a region that's a real go getter, and he opens retailers. up some accounts. Yep, certainly. Uh, so there's some that I do see. Uh, one that I'm going to tell you, I didn't realize the Luminosa. That that's a Crown Heads product. Yeah. All right. Doesn't look it. Doesn't look it. No. Yeah. No. I I and this was the pack. This was the pack. The first time that I'd seen that one. Okay. Um. I've now seen it since, since I got the pack, because I was looking for It's kind of like it. when you own a car, all of a sudden you can see your <laughs> yeah. car driving around <laughs> exactly. everywhere. Exactly. And oh, I, look, another Mini Cooper. <clears throat> the, but I did, I did see all of these in, in retail shops across the country, some quite more significantly. Okay. And the idea is these have to be readily available mm-hmm. products so that the consumer that's listening can actually buy the cigar of the year as opposed to what normally happens. You know, that, that this is, you know... the. Like he says, the, the car of the year, that you can actually go and get whatever the car, car of the year is if that's what you want to do. Um, do you see while you're out there this year um, certain sizes? You know, we saw on Cigar Aficionado's list, 
it was kind of loaded with shaped cigars, torpedoes and, and shaped cigars. Uh, not so much in our retail stores do we see shaped cigars go all that well. An exception is Andalusian Bull or whatever, but for the most part, your torpedoes don't outsell your Gordos, I'm sure, right? Uh, no, no. For us, our top sellers are still 60 ring gauge plus. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we have a gentleman in the, in the crowd today from uh, CLE, Jimmy, over here, and um, I always joke around with Tom Lazuka of Asylum because he's like, oh, they, they started the big ring gauge game. It was like eight, nine years ago we came out with the Digger, which is eight and a half by 60. The reason I bring that up, it's still my number two best-selling wow. cigar, period. And all of our reps, and my rep Steve's here as well, we sit down and we take for granted that every single order that we take has a Double Hero 700 Maduro Natural Digger L500 Cabinet on it. It just become we become numb to it. Yeah, so when we sit giving. down at our sales meeting in February, like, oh, you know, the big green game, uh, game is slowing down, blah, 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 blah. Oh, by the way, the new 6x64 we released last year was the number three best-selling cigar we made. Yeah. So it, it's, it's it, you know, you lose track of it, but it still is, you know, in, in, my, in our world, the biggest seller. And we're kind of a niche market. On those types of things, I yeah. mean, I think Robustos, Churchills, and Toros are probably still one, two, and three, and then Gordos are after that. But how's your torpedoes still, doing? Uh, torpedoes are awful. Awful. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. Well, the, the challenge it's, is it's, it's not like it's a Lancero. No, it's not that bad. But the challenge <laughs> with a torpedo is it requires it requires educating at the point of sale, which no, nobody really wants to be completely educated and be told why something that's shaped like a torpedo is like $2 more because the guy that made it took more skill to do that. So but your Bellicoso, wrong. on the other hand, your Bellicoso sells <laughs> yeah. like a Robusto Extra <laughs> yeah. never has in that Reserva Special line. So how about a chisel? How, how's the chisel do? Uh, chisel's top 10. Top 10. Top 10. An unbelievable cigar, a unique cigar if you've never done the chisel. Because the cool things that you can do is you can cut a bullet hole on the top of it and smoke it that way. You can put a bullet hole after you get going and using your own bullet cutter, by the way. You use a bullet cutter on the top and bottom. Different sensation. As you're going a little while, then you get a, give it a straight cut through it. A third Changes sensation. Yep. Very, very interesting thing that happens with, with that cigar. And then much to your dismay, my biggest issue with Torpedo is you forget your cutter, you're screwed until you get home to your cutter. You can always pinch the chisel. How many yes. times have you have you picked up a torpedo or somebody's given you one? Yeah. You don't have a cutter on you, and you bite it, yeah. and you got that oh, little you frayed, oh, you yeah. frayed yeah. end. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. It's you've awful. Ru- you've ruined it. So uh, that is that ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars, and this versus is really it, it's going to be a um, eight in a row. To Mr. Jonathan Carney, you guys can chime in if you want, but there's going to be eight in a row because Mr. Jonathan Carney loves wrestling. <laughs> He's a wrestling fan. So I'm going to give you, uh, in reverse order, the top um, wrestling matches that never happened and who would win them. Okay, so number eight is Sting versus the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, wow. Sting not even versus a contest. the Ultimate Warrior. Wow. It's not even a contest. Ultimate Warrior, obviously. Yeah, the Roid Rage. Ultimate Warrior, 100%. The Undertaker versus Sting. That happened, didn't it? No, it didn't. It was uh, Sting fought Triple H. Sting and Undertaker never happened. They were talking about it, and then Sting, the last match he had against Triple H, I think it was two years ago, 
he hurt his neck, and they wouldn't let him compete anymore, and they were setting it up, allegedly, from what I read, for an Undertaker-Sting match. Now, Undertaker's probably too old, and Sting can't wrestle anymore, though potentially comes with. Uh, Undertaker. I'm with you there. Agreed. He doesn't lose. Wow. Okay, The Rock versus Shawn Michaels. Mm. Is this during DX days or not well, they during were the, DX they were the, days? Oh, wow. Uh, uh, the Rock. I, I agree. The Rock. So far, we're He's, in, he's not allowed three. to lose anymore. All right, everybody's lined up mm-hmm. here. Randy Savage versus The Rock. The Macho Man versus The Rock. The, the Rock. I see. I go Macho yeah, Man. Yeah, I go Macho Man. I go with macho outside man. interference from Elizabeth. Mm. Yeah, I see him. He gets sidetracked by her at the side of the ring in Macho Man wins. I'm saying straight up without any interference. I'm going to go with you on that. With interference. From, yeah. Interference. And then afterwards, he stepped into a Slim Jim. Yep. There mm. we go. Steve Austin <laughs> versus Goldberg. Goldberg. No way. Stone Cold Stunner. I agree with Jonathan. I would Which personally. I'm just leaving it at that. <laughs> I would personally like to see Goldberg win it. The way it would be set up, Stone Cold Steve Austin would definitely win. All right, Stone yep. Cold Steve, Steve Austin, Austin versus Brock Lesnar. I, I, see, I'm thinking of the business side of it, but Brock Lesnar. Yeah, you giving him? They had him just bury Goldberg, so they'd have him bury. They'd have him bury Stone Cold too. Like are we talking about in the prime? Or are we saying if it happened? If it happened? No, now? whatever. Now, some of these people are dead, so can't 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 bring them back. I'm going. I'm going uh, Brock <clears throat> Lesnar. Steve Austin versus Hulk Hogan. Ooh, jeez. Not even a contest. Come on. Oh, really? Not it's a not contest? not even a contest. It's Hogan. Yeah. Hogan. Especially if you take them in their prime, it's Hogan. Hogan really? away. All right. Hulk Hogan versus John Cena. Last one. Now, that's a good one. That is a good one. Last one. Oh, I, I, my answer, you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> Cena. I don't know. It depends on the storyline too. Like I feel Cena is at a point now where he loses all the time because he's trying to get people over. If they wanted to bring Hulk Hogan back, by the way, that could actually happen. It could because he's due to be back and he could still wrestle. I wouldn't be shocked if they brought him back against Cena. I gotta say it's Hogan. It's Hogan because the, everybody wants to see Hogan win. He's one of the few wrestlers ever where you went to see him win. Everybody else you went to see lose. You always wanted Hogan to win. Did, did any of you watch the, the Ric Flair 30 for 30? I did. The stuff that Hogan was talking about, Hogan and Triple H were really unique in that because the things they were saying weren't that was a great, just part of the show. That was a great show. Oh, it was so yeah. good. And Hogan was talking about, he goes, there's nobody that I've ever wrestled that made me look better than mm. what Ric Flair did. That, which that was, was part which of was his really thing. really cool. That's part of his thing. It's a great just, heel. Just to go back, I'm going to go Cena because his father's a customer of two guys. Yeah, Both shots. <laughs> Hey, Cena's tied with Ric Flair for the most number of championships, 16. They're tied. No kidding. And they're going to probably have to give him another one sometime. And what he's done for that company, what Cena's done for that oh, company, absolutely. is crazy. So you're big in wrestling, but, but those that follow you on social media, uh, and if you, if you don't, find uh, John M. Carney on social media. Is that where you are? It's uh, LFD Carney. Oh, LFD Carney. Yep. Um, <clears throat> he's got an obsession with meat. I don't know if you've seen that. <coughs> Specifically, beef. Both, yes. both Mr. Jonathan's like meat. Yes. Just saying. Different ways, but they both <laughs> like meat. So At least let, Oliver's not here to jump on the bandwagon. Quick uh, trivia question. Standard select choice and prime. Which one is the best? Uh, prime. Prime by far. Prime, prime. is correct. Prime. The grade is uh, from young, well-fed beef cattle. And uh, what would your ch- uh, choice be for the best cut of beef? The porterhouse, the T-bone, top sirloin, uh, flank, New York strip, 
the filet mignon, the ribeye? Ribeye is by far my favorite bone in or bone out. Ribeye. Uh, yep, I enjoy dry aged strips. I like dry aged beef a lot. Do you dry age your own beef? I, I actually have done some dry aging myself. I'm not currently you right get now. The little circle in the inside. No, I, my, it's it's so I travel all the time. Obviously, um, so my refrigerator at my place in Miami is always empty. So the reason you can't use your own fridge at home for dry aging is because you have other things that are in there: lettuce, tomatoes, vegetables, fruits, other meats. So it changes the humidity level in there and the temperature. I have nothing in my fridge, so it's always on the coldest level. The humidity is always low. So the refrigerator door is always shut, so it's perfect for dry aging. So I turned my fridge into a dry aging cabinet Wow! in my apartment. That's hardcore, folks. Yeah. So, so I've done some dry aging. I've done a 10-pound roast. I did it for 30 days. Uh, it lost about 3.5 pounds in the 30-day process. Wow. Um, so I've really switched over to dry aging. And I prefer dry-aged beef. If I'm going to do non-dry-aged, I prefer American Wagyu, which is a great ah, above wow. uh, sure. prime. Um, that's what I did for Christmas. I did a 40-ounce uh, uh, Wagyu tomahawk ribeye. And all tomahawk is, they just don't cut the, bone, the whole bone off. Sure. So it's about the whole rib. It's just a, a visual appeal. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, it's been, become a hobby, and it's, um, it's, it's quite enjoyable. It's something I'm real passionate about, and it's been fun to watch kind of the industry go towards more dry aging um, and, and different techniques. And there's, there's a lot of bucket list items I have this year for steakhouses that do some fun dry Well, aging. I want to get into that when we come back from the break. I do want to talk about uh, some steakhouses. Uh, but first, your thoughts here on uh, La Galera so I'm getting far? Uh, buttermilk pancakes where the where you get a little bit of oil in the pan and where that batter hits and it kind of gets a little crispy on the outside edge and you break that off. Buttermilk pancakes. I love that. I don't taste it in it, but I do love that. I didn't get it till he said it. Now I get yeah. it, and now I want pancakes. Looks like Ed Sullivan's on board as well. You got Absolutely. a little, citru- little citrusy thing, a little zest of lemon. Maybe maybe as a garnish. Some on orange the, on the marmalade on top of those pancakes. I could give maybe. you the marmalade. Marmalade? I could give There's you definitely a little, a little zest. There's something there. I still can't believe this is $5. Right. Give you a freaking break. <laughs> there we go. I mean, the uh, wrapper on it's really nice, too. I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful Unbelievable wrapper. value. We moved the hell out of it anyway. So, all right, let's go to break. When we come back, uh, let's look at some of the list of the best of 2017. We're going to ask uh, Connie uh, what the best steakhouse is. So, uh, this is a big list. We got uh, the best list of lists. The best list of lists including The Cigar of the Year 2017. We're live in Studio 21 at the Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. This is David Garofalo, and you've heard me say it over and over again for many years. Please support your local cigar retailer, and I mean it. If you don't buy from them, they will go away, and then what? There'll be no place to go. That being said, sometimes you're far away from any cigar shops or a place that doesn't carry the stuff you've been hearing about and you want to try it. That's where TwoGuysCigars.com comes in. It's the number TwoGuysCigars.com. And unlike most online cigar shops, at TwoGuysCigars.com, You can buy a single cigar of whatever you want. You don't have to buy boxes or even five packs and suffer through cigars you might not even like. One of this and one of that is acceptable, appreciated, and commonplace 
at twoguyscigars.com. That's the number, twoguyscigars.com. Thank you for your business. Ooh, we're gonna have fun. When the Cigar Authority returns on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman's Garco or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars. 
handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tabacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part: La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from four dollars and ninety-five cents to six dollars, and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm Jr. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority. And we're back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Stage. And we're smoking the 2016 La Galera Connecticut with the guy who won the 2016 Cigar Aficionados Cigar of the Year, La Flor Dominicana, John Carney. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Just to back up into wrestling for one second. Yep. Rudy in the chat room wants to know how we got Razor Ramon to do the Padron advertisement. Ah, I remember him. <laughs> he used yes, to flick the, uh, the toothpick at the camera at the end of his interviews. <laughs> what happened to him? Ramon. And that's a whole thing of wrestling, whatever happened to these people. They, they die young and live yeah. obscure lives and stuff. You, you, uh, do you ever see the first movie, The Wrestler? The original Wrestler Wrestler movie? I, I had not seen it, no. You've heard about it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I have okay. not seen it. I know somebody who has a reel, the reel of it, and we're going to actually play it in here one night if you want to join oh, I'd us. Love to. That'd you be tell great. me the date you're going to come up. Yeah, 100%. The next time you're there, and we'll have a screening. W- what year is that, that movie from? That was, had to be the 70s. Sorganya. The, the Mickey Rourke version was the remake. Yes. Yeah, so it was the original, original one. So uh, we're looking over a bunch of lists and things, um, but we were talking at the break. We continued on the, to the meat thing. Um, what is the best steak to order when you go into a restaurant? Assuming you're not going to the dry age and get really, really fancy, you're going to order a steak. What is the best one to order? It breaks down into personal preference, and the personal preference that I would base a decision off from, do you want something that's, that's fatty? Because when you get a ribeye, it's real fatty. Yeah. Um, and that's where a lot of the, the taste is going to come from. Um, but if you want something in between, I mean, fillets are great if you're trying to be healthy. Like a filet mignon is technically, if you don't put a butter on it, it's a technically a lean protein. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> so in between, in between that, I, I think strip's probably one of the best. The New York strip. Uh, is one of the best to do. One thing I do prefer to not have, though, I, I don't like bone-in strips. I think the bone interferes with a New York strip. It's a New York strip unless you go to Kansas City, and then it becomes the Kansas City strip, right? I, yeah, and I've had one in Kansas City, and I asked them the difference. <laughs> yeah. And they said it's from, that's from New York. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's the same. But, yeah, it's strip. Strip steak, in my opinion, if you're going to go in, just randomly pick something you want to enjoy it. It's got the best of both worlds. It's a so little you've lean, been, a little fatty. You've been all around the country, and uh, you, you're seeing lots of cigar shops, but you go to lots of steakhouses. What's the place? What's the one? My favorite steakhouse in the entire world is in Canada. It's in Montreal. It's called Coup de Cheval. 
Uh, it's right downtown by the Bell Center. That's my favorite steakhouse I've ever been to. Very traditional American-style steakhouse in a city that's not known for very traditional American-type items uh, and type, uh, you know, eateries and restaurants. Yeah. Uh, so that's my favorite in the world. Uh, my favorite in the U.S. right now, I've got probably three, to be honest. It's really hard to break it down. Um, personally, I just went to one in New Orleans. It's called Dorse. It's owned by this Israeli guy. Uh, that one was fantastic. They got this great dry aging room. It's right off of Bourbon <coughs> Street. Uh, Doris is fantastic. There was some of the best beef that I've ever eaten. Uh, so that's, that's at the top of my list right now. Uh, there's a place in Louisville called Jeff Ruby's, which is a really fun experience. I really like Jeff Ruby's. What was the place? I saw the video where you filmed the guy cutting off the tomahawk steak and then cutting up your meat. And somebody had the gall Salt to bag. write in and say that it, they like to cut their own steak. And I'm like, if you're in a place that's giving you that kind of experience, let the guy cut it. So that's, that's, the restaurant's called Nusserat. It's a Turkish gentleman, and it's a Turkish-style steakhouse. Apparently, he owns about 12 restaurants nationwide. I'm sure he's got some financial backers, but he has almost 12 million social media followers, and he's legitimately becoming a food celebrity. I just saw him on a Ciroc vodka commercial doing a party in Miami with, uh, with Puff Daddy. No uh, which is kind of cool. And he cut your steak for you. Cut my steak. There we yeah. go. Cut my so, steak. His name's Salt Bay. And I, I'm going to tell you, that was, that was a really cool experience. And the, the product was great, too. They dry-aged their beef. They did a Turkish uh, mustard rub on the outside, so it was very different. So if anyone saw the video, the steak looked a little different. Uh, but Barry and I were talking before. I post a lot of stuff, and I, normally I don't get into it with people on social media. But I just went after people that were being haters on I've never seen so much hate over a piece of steak. And I know that they weren't eating. Oh, you were eating it. <laughs> they didn't pay for it so, or eat. There was a couple things with it. People were saying, oh, there's health code violations. So I grew up in the restaurant business, and I'm certified in food service like yeah. the, by the National Restaurant Association. It's called yeah. Serve Safe. There was no health code violations yeah. in the video, none. There just weren't any in there, and I, there were none. Some of the jokes, some of the posts were jokes. One guy was talking about the chest hair or whatever. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was shirt and funny. Uh, but some people like, added to the experience. I yeah, felt yeah. Right. And I know down in Miami, there's been some back and forth with the guy. He's, he's a good guy, but he took a picture like when Castro died of him smoking a cigar. And, and you know, I, I get that culture down in, mm. down in Miami. You know, people are against that. Uh, so there's some challenges with that. And they each their own. But I've never seen so much hate for a picture of, of a steak that I was eating. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> And how about in Florida? I mean, there's a lot of great places in Florida. You live in there now in the Miami area. Uh, best, best steakhouse in the state of Florida is, uh, is Prime 112. It's on Miami Beach. Yeah. Yeah, real nice. They have a place across the street called Prime Italian, too. Do you uh, like your steak to be on the rarer side? Do you like it medium? I prefer medium rare, true medium rare. Pink throughout a warm center. Doesn't have to be... Doesn't have to be um, it uh, doesn't have to be rare. doesn't have to be medium. I, I prefer different steaks different ways. Ribeye, medium rare, if it's 16 ounces and below. If it's 16 ounces above, I prefer a little closer to medium because you want the fat to break down because yeah. it gets chewy. It does. So let's get a little back into cigars because this is the this cigar, is a cigar show. It is, but boy, I want a steak. It's steak for dinner tonight for sure. Let's do, sure. st- let's do steak when we do the wrestler thing. I, we can get some tomahawks. Yes. I'll cook them out back. Yeah. All right. So the best territory for cigars and sales. You, you must know the answer. Not it's a fact. Fact. I do. It's uh, a fact. Florida. Uh, Florida is still number one. And you get, for us. I, w- I wouldn't think still number one. I didn't even think it would be number one. Yeah, Florida is still number one. Okay. Uh, per, per, uh, per total dollar value. Okay. Texas is number two. I would have picked Texas. Uh, California is number three. All right. Uh, you're looking at population even with all basis. their 
Yeah, it's crazy, right? Their tax codes yeah. and all that nonsense. When, when New York did that crazy 75% tax, which California just competing with trying to be, mm. uh, Want to be, be number one. Yeah. yeah the, it, it, it doesn't decline as much because it's, it's also us. Too. It's unique to us. I'm not big online, so I'm not. You asked this question. The reason I paused is because I paused because every most of the companies you asked that question are trying to convince you that Pennsylvania is not the number one answer, right? Because of all the major yeah. retailers there. Sure. Um, so for us, it's not. But I'm telling you, you have a lot of these companies like, oh, what's your number one stake? Oh, uh, state Florida. Uh, I'm like, no, I know your company. It's Pennsylvania. <laughs> right, <idiot>. right. <laughs> like, give me a break. So, but no, for us, it's different uh, for that. So, like, California, where we're little. So, for real price. consumption, it, it, it is Florida. Yeah. yeah. And then Florida, Texas, Texas, California, New York, States Chicago, that you can Virginia. smoke year-round. Year-round. Yeah. Yeah, in places with money. Anywhere there's money. Because, say, 1%, 2% of the population smokes cigars. If you have 22 million people in an area. Uh, you, you know, that adds up quick. In California, if they say, oh, the smoking's going down. It's not going down. The business in Arizona just went crazy when the tax went up. Yeah. You know, the business in in these states, the, the online business or the mail order into these areas, I'm sure that, that you may have seen it here that, they, you know, customers from California just didn't have you. You have like five or six customers from California now or more. Right? Yeah, right, right. So uh, there's lists for everything. Uh, there's best cigar lists, and um, we see them all the time. But there's actually a best list of lists. The best list of lists. So as I was looking through this, I, I found it interesting. The number 10 best list is the hottest women in the world. Mm. So what do you think the hottest woman in the world is in the top 100? Well, I've got this. Uh, Gal Gadot. That's where I would have gone. It is Megan Fox. So I do love her. Yeah. Yeah. Followed she was by number Scarlett one? Johansson and Jessica Alba. One, what, two, three. What year? Was this is current list? Current list. I mean, they're all beautiful women. I'm shocked that I heard, saw a list that the number one accent that men prefer now is Israeli <laughs> because of Wonder Woman. Wow. I mean, I picked it too, and I was, I was shocked. Number one. And you picked it also. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. of Wonder Woman. I got to see Wonder Woman now. You know what it was for women, for men? English. English accent. UK. From England. Yeah, England. Then Australian. Yeah. They Let's like put it. another shrimp on the barbie. We weren't even top five. <laughs> no, no, terrible. And, and, and you take it to New England or something. Oh. This Boston accent. <laughs> Last place. Uh, number nine. Rappers of all time. Best rappers of all time it's list. Tupac Shakur, obviously. It is not. Jay-Z. Dre. Jay-Z's in second. Dre. Dre is not. Notorious B.I.G. Oh, in yeah. first, followed by Jay-Z. Eminem, Rakim, and Raz. Wrong. That's what it says. I'm going to go all the way to number six. Uh, is uh, greatest guitarist ever. Slash. Eddie, no. Eddie Van Halen. They're going to say Eddie Jimmy Van Halen in third. Jimmy Hendrix is first. You got it. What? Jimmy Hendrix. I agree with Jimmy Page uh, in second. With you on Slash. I'm so. not saying that Jimmy Hendrix wasn't a phenomenal guitar player, but Slash has him in spades at this point. I'm here to win. I'm guessing. I got you. I'm, it's not personal preference. I'm with you on Slash. I listen to Slash on the way in. <coughs> Number five, best rock band of all time. Metallica. Metallica is there in one, two, three, four, fifth place. What? Metallica, fifth place. If we're going to play to win, if we're going to play to win, I'm going to say Nickelback. Zeppelin. <laughs> Zeppelin. Zeppelin, of course. Zeppelin would win the Beatles, Pink Floyd, Queen, Metallica, ACDC, Rolling Stones. Nickelback sold more than they did. Number four, best singer of all time. Best singer of all time. Frank Sinatra. What? Michael Buble. Frank Sinatra's in there in the top ten. Michael Buble is not. It's what? Freddie Mercury. 
listen, I've Freddie heard Mer- if you, you can Google this on Freddie. YouTube, you can get um, just Freddie Mercury's voice pulled out of everything. Yeah. <coughs> and it is absolutely fantastic. Yep. I'm with you there. I can give that to Freddie Mercury. So the best top list of all time, number three, is the best website. Best website. The Cigarcigars.com. The Cigarauthority.com. I had that, but it, it did not make the list. I'm best sorry. website, Amazon.com. Pornhub.com. Amazon is, <laughs> Amazon is number answer. four. Porn? Pornhub. Is it on there? You, it is not. YouTube oh. is number one. <laughs> it's in my browsing history, so. <laughs> Followed by Google, Wikipedia, Amazon, Yahoo. Yahoo's still out there. Twitter. Um, Netflix, the number two best list of all time is the top movies of all time. Mr. Jonathan, just say it. Say it. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. No. <laughs> you haven't even seen it. No, so it's The Godfather. It's The Godfather. But it's on Netflix now what, starting in January. What was so Gone with the Wind? In. What was Gone with the Wind? Was it on the top five? It is not there. We got uh, The Godfather, Forrest Gump, Shawshank Redemption, The Dark Knight, Lord of the Rings, Pulp Fiction, Star Wars. The Dark Knight? Just because Shawshank Redemption's on every week on TNT doesn't mean that that's a top five. Back to the Future is in here. I think Shawshank is one of the greatest movies of all time. Back to the Future is a Shawshank. Yeah, great movie. Phenomenal movie. Great movie. So what is the number one best list of all lists? I don't even know where to go. It would be best song of all time. Best song of all time. Now, I set you up for the answer to this. All right. It's going to be Boys to the Men, End Boys of the Road. Boys to the Men. <laughs> I set you up for it. So is it Zeppelin then? It's, it's, it's Stairway, Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven. It is not. Stairway to Heaven is in second place. It's Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah. Uh, it's a horrible, horrible song. Awful. It's horrible. It's pretty unique in its, its way. Unique, but it's, it's almost it opera. Comes on the radio and you change no, the channel. No, you don't. You sing along. You, you sing sat, along. You haven't sat in the car with me. You change the channel for two and a half minutes and then you come back to the part that everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Jonathan. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. Gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair provides its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. A gentleman always keeps his word, especially to himself. Today we're going to discuss New Year's resolutions. It takes 28 days to form a habit, both good and bad, and it's a little known fact that you are 76% more likely to make it past the 28-day time period if your New Year's resolution is directed toward improving slightly rather than attempting to do a 180-degree turn. If your goal is to get in shape, consider a three to five year lifestyle change focused on losing 10 pounds in 2018 as an example, rather than trying to get vaguely into shape and hitting the gym every day for two weeks. You'll burn out, you'll continue to pay for the gym membership for the rest of your life, and you'll be stuck eating bonbons every night while watching One Life to Live. Stuck? (laughs) Constantly telling yourself you're gonna get back up at it tomorrow. 
Make your goals small and attainable, and if you hit them before the new year's up, it's okay to keep going. It's not okay to lie to yourself. The question is, are you debonair or not? That had shades of Chuck Morrison in it. The self-help. Yes. Yes. So, uh, thanks. I'll take that as a compliment. Rotten Tomatoes. You ever see the reviews and stuff on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes? You know what their number one best movie is this year? Wouldn't that be the worst movie? Uh, Thor. Ragnarok. I don't know what they are, so <laughs> get out. You get out. I don't know what that one is. It's 99%. I don't know. The Big Sick? The Big Sick? Yeah. No, I haven't seen, heard That's that one either. In second place, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman was phenomenal. So you know what that is. Uh, Dunkirk? I haven't seen that, but it's on my I list. Heard I heard it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. Lady Bird, Logan, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. I saw Baby Logan. Driver. That was good. Logan was phenomenal. Very good. Yeah. So Get Out is number one. Get Out. Is it a romantic comedy? I have no idea what it is. But uh, last, uh, last list I have other than the Cigar of the Year. No, I actually have a couple here. Uh, best TV shows, 2017. Shameless. I only watch one show religiously, so. And uh, I've gotten into uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, by the way, thanks to you. Yeah, it's great. I'm in season three now. It's been, I've been watching it for a week. Oh, you've got to so, get right into season seven. Get right to the, to the top here. You'll die. Peaky Blinders is my favorite show on Netflix. We were talking about it earlier. None of these are here. The Leftover? Leftovers? No. I've heard about Leftovers. I've actually never had lived through a Leftover, but I've heard about it. Leftovers. The Deuce. <coughs> Broad City. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? I've, I've, I've seen Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Really? Never heard of any of these. No, I don't either. I've got to get See, with my TV stuff. I, I don't watch a lot of network television. The network television I do watch, I watch it through their apps. So like, I watch a lot of ABC shows. I watch a lot of the Marvel stuff. Like I watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I watch it on the ABC app, so I don't watch any of the other real shows. Like I watch Blacklist with James Spader, but I watch it on the app. Yeah. So I don't, want, I don't know these other shows that are around it. It's crazy. The world has changed. People aren't. Cable's going down. This I like uh, Supergirl, and I was into Flash, oh, but they uh, started trying to charge you for the seasons, and I'm not paying. So, so Supergirl's excellent. I haven't watched this season. I just finished the first half of the current season of Flash. The first four episodes were awful. Yeah, I gave up on it. I, I almost did, and it was funny because my mother and I actually watched it together. It's a ritual we started like four years ago, and... She jokes around because my father won't watch it with her because he doesn't like the show. So after the episode four, she's like, I, I don't think I quite like it anymore either. <laughs> so we forced our way through, and it's been pretty good. But, yeah, I watched Supergirl. All right. All right. So that's what we got there. Uh, what do we think of La Galera, Connecticut? $5 cigar. It's the cigar of the year this year. It's getting going to be dethroned in minutes. What do we think of the cigar? You are hard-pressed to find a better $5 cigar. If you're into mild cigars, and, and they have something for everybody in the Lagolera lines. And I don't know if I'd even call it mild. It's slight down from medium, maybe. You, you, I'm not it's got talking, a lot of flavor to it. I'm not talking about mouthfeel. I'm talking about strength profile. Yeah, okay. So it's mild when it comes to strength profile, but it does have a lot of flavor. It's got mm-hmm. a lot going on. And at the $5 price point, I mean, you were blown away. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, $5 is... Is underpriced. Extra. You know where they is get this Connecticut shade, or it's Connecticut shade, but you know where they get the rest of the tobacco from? Dominican Republic, yeah. From this is yes, partners with you guys in tobacco fields and stuff, right? Yeah, similar area. They're in the yeah. the La Canela Valley we're at, and um, Hochi Blanco was was a really uh, close friend, and mm. still is a close friend of of Lito's. They're almost like brothers. 
Um, so I, I always enjoy their cigars because there's a lot of similarities. You know, we were talking earlier about grapes grown in certain areas. You know, like if you grow different grapes in the same soil, it's going to have similarities. Sure. Same concept. There's there's things that I identify in here that I enjoy. Yeah, I would imagine if anybody could could pick it out here, uh, this would be it. Uh, it's been a phenomenal seller for us this year. Uh, if if you have not not tried La Galera. Not, this is the Connecticut. They make a Habano, which was my choice to be Cigar of the Year. The Habano, which is a little more strength to mm-hmm. it. You wouldn't think I would have picked that, but that's what I, what I would have thought. Uh, it actually made somebody's list, and maybe Cigar Aficionado or something. Did the Habano make uh, I think it was Cigar Journal. Journal. Cigar it's Journal. It's Journal. Habano. Habano. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a box press, full-bodied cigar. There's, there's something in there for everybody. Uh, really, give it, a, give it a shot. See what you think of it. Uh, At the halfway point, I got a definitive butter pecan taste. I could see the butter pecans in the milk, uh, buttermilk mi- uh, pancake mix. Our producer has been quite quiet over here today. Yeah, I didn't even get, like, a thing for that. Yeah, it's Ed Sullivan. If you saw Ed Sullivan's socks today... You would understand. He's yeah. clearly in a mood, and he, he wears his mood on his feet. Can I tell you, Ed Sullivan, your voice, you have a voice made for radio, and, and I expected you to be about five times the size that you are with the voice you have. <laughs> you do have quite the timber. I, I used to be larger. Okay. But, right. uh, well, Jonathan, as you know, this is a good first cigar of the day for me. Yes, yes it is. At 3.30 in the morning. Correct. He starts really early, and he shows up here an hour early, and then he's already got one down to the nub or something. And I go, wow, you already smoked that? He goes, yeah, this is number three. <laughs> so before we get into that, I have one personal thing I want to. Sure. Uh, today's my sister's birthday. Hey! I don't know if she's listening. I know my. I think my family's, some of my family's listening, but uh, happy birthday to Shayna Barmoy, my sister. So I'll be celebrating with her happy a little birthday, bit later Shana. today. Happy birthday, Going up to Maine for that? Uh, she actually, fortunately, lives in Reading. Oh, perfect. Going down to Reading and 35 minutes from here. Boom. Perfect. 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 Okay, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, it's the official, the original, the cigar of the year. Uh, We got the answer, and we're going to tell you when we come back. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raffio Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. 
In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine. Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, 
attractively consistent in aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. Got too far. In. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. With your host, David Garofalo. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stone. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former grangekeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It's time to light them up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Can we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Set. And it is happening this year. We're wrapping up 2017. Everyone has a list but the official answer to the Cigar of the Year is coming up in just a minute. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. What the hell do you have going on over Walter here? Walter brought us some donuts, but not any donuts. If you look in the list of the top donut stores in the world, in Saugus, Massachusetts, is Cane's Donuts. And this is the best donut in the world. So there's four donuts in here. Take Take one, pass it down, or start in the other end, whatever way you want to do it. I'm going to take the one that's left. I'm because, not taking any, because so you'll have two. You'll Perfect. Have two. Now, that is very debonair of you. Get in my belly! You're our guest. You go first. Which is good, because I was going to take this one. So, I, I don't even know what this is. Oh, my God. This thing weighs a ton. That's a donut, right? Are there any napkins here? You know, today's National Bacon Day. I was hoping we would have, like, a bacon halftime snack. Bacon? But, no, but, the, do- but the donut works. 
So what do you want to do here? I'm not eating one. The jelly is incredible. I'm going to leave that for you. I'm not eating it. Or I'll have it for later. <laughs> Whatever way I can have it. But this is the coconut, which is uh, an awesome one. Hey, Jonathan, jelly is a fruit. I understand mm. that, Ed Sullivan. But what I have to do is set an example for Mr. Garofalo because we are starting his New Year's resolution. I was hoping today. January 2nd. But it'll be... <laughs> It'll be January 2nd, apparently. And take, we, uh, take a little piece of it. Just I'm so not doing it. I'm in a fasted state right now. I'll wreck the whole thing. Don't be a communist. But you have can, a donut. But you can have some coffee? There's no calories in coffee. It doesn't change anything. So it's minus three degrees out, and we're drinking cold coffee. Because that's what you do well, in New England. Because the lines are frozen, <laughs> and we can't drain that uh, $12,000 coffee maker. Now, Ru- Russia made water. me do it. Russia made me do it. So All right, give me I that got, before you break I got, I got a Christmas present, and this is the cue ball. I saw this on Shark Tank, and this is so we can go to the audience. So we're about to give the Cigar of the Year information out, what the Cigar of the Year is. But let's throw it to the audience and let's, see what they think. Let's make sure it's on first. Testing. This is going to go badly. All right. Yeah, it's probably going <laughs> to go bad. <laughs> What's interesting about this is as long as the ball is in motion, the mic turns itself off. Okay. So right now it's not working because I, it's moving. So when I throw it to Tate, he's going to look at it. He already got his coffee cup off to the side. <laughs> so I'm going to throw it to Tate. You're not going to hear it land. And Tate, you're going to talk into the black thing. It takes about two seconds to turn itself back on. No sound. There you go. Hello. There you are. <laughs> he's there. So what do you think? What do you think the cigar of the year is going to be? No pressure. I don't know, Dave. All right. Pass it off to somebody who does. That thinks they know. Well, what should the cigar of the year be? Go ahead, throw it to them. Take it, Frank. I wanted that. I wanted the first words out of that mic to be, "This is one small step for man." <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> mankind. Well, we got hello. <laughs> what do you got? I don't know. What I do you think do, it should be? This, this is why we don't have guests on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't have Collins. All right, Sean, you've got a guess. My favorite, Aladino. Ah, he's guessing Aladino. Walter. You gotta hold it still. Okay, now. Okay. Here we go. I feel kind of funny talking to a ball. Don't you look feel funny. Right. <laughs> you look funny. <laughs> well, that makes it right. I really don't know. I have a feeling, but I, I have to agree What's, with Sean because that yeah. was the main display. Throw it to Aaron. <laughs> they picked their cigar with the the Ashos are there. Go ahead. Oh, here we go. Nice. So the real cigar of the year. Yeah. Would be the wise man. The Wise Man Maduro, which is um, what the Ashholes picked for the Cigar of the Year. We could be picking the same exact cigar. We don't know. This gives me a chance to eat What do you think, donut. Gary? I, I second the Wise Man. He thinks it's the Wise Man. 2-2 two, right. two so far. I think it's the Byron. Byron wasn't in the thing, but that's, that's nice of you to say, Jamie. But it, we appreciate that. But it should be. I know what it is, but... I would have went with the Byron Habaneros because I love that cigar. <laughs> All right. Don't, don't. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna not going to end well. <laughs> he's, not a, he's not a good catcher. So what do we think of the cue ball? We got a, a, a moving microphone. Jonathan's a good catcher. Jeez. <laughs> Doesn't end, end Mr. Well. Jonathan is. <clears throat> yeah, I think we can turn that off there, Ed Sullivan. It is off. Thank you. 
I don't know if it's the caffeine for this nitro cold brew, but I am jacked up for the announcements. Well, you, you just took the last one like a shot of tequila. You downed <laughs> it in one gulp. Not that I haven't done that before, but it is awesome. It's high octane. There's no cream, no sugar, no calories. It's not that it's Unless high octane. It it's that the donuts. serving size is two and a half cups of coffee. It's, it's a lot of coffee. Okay. So it's time for the cigar of the year. So where's my information on this? 2017 Cigar of the Year. You rem- you want to do this? I don't have it. You can go ahead and do it. I got a long story here. <coughs> so I'm just going to cut to the chase. The winner of the Cigar of the Year is the Aladino Robusto. Nice. Aladino Robusto. So if you haven't tried this cigar before, take one down, pass it around, show that box off. Uh, you may remember the name Julio R. Aroa. If you don't, he's been in the tobacco growing since 1962 after migrating from Cuba to Honduras. Julio achieved cigar fame back in the 1990s with a brand called Camacho that uh, he brought back from the unknown with his son Christian. After much success, Camacho and company was sold off to Davidoff of Geneva almost 10 years ago, but Julio was back, and this time with his oldest son, Gusto Aroa. Deep in the Hamastron Valley of Honduras sits La Lomas Cigar Factory, home of Aroa, and their new cigar brand and flagship, Aladino. Aladino is an old-school Honduran cigar. The wrapper, filler, and binders created in this puro, meaning it's all Honduran, that will be perfect for the seasoned cigar smoker and will take them back. Aladino uses the famous Cuban Corojo seed that is no longer used in Cuban. This prize seed is seed is controlled by one man, Julio Aroa, and this popular liga uses 100% Corojo in all sizes. The name Aladino comes from the name of a movie theater that was turned into a factory where he rolls the cigars. Julio Aroa grows every leaf from his own farms, and, and the cigar rolled in his factories is distributed by his company, JRE Tobacco, and his son, Gusto. I think it's it, Justo. I thought it was Gusto. <laughs> There's no G. Well, Gusto. I think it's Gusto. Gusto. He's getting pre- presented this award at some point in time soon, correct? So yes. We're, so there's a, we're going to be able to find out what his name you actually better is. Film, you better film this and have him pronounce it, and we'll practice. It is a personal family project to create the best yet, and I think he did so. Uh, of all the cigars this past year, it was Aladino that was the best. The 2017 Cigar of the Year, the Aladino Robusto, measures five inches with a classic ring gauge of 50, and many other sizes using the same blend, and deciding which size is the best was the biggest problem. But... Um, it seems that uh, it was the biggest challenge for us is picking the size because they are all great. Congratulations to Julio and Gusto Aroa and all the folks at JRE Tobacco for a cigar. Well done. The Aladino Robusto single is $9.99 each or a box of 20 for $1.79. And that is the cigar of the year, the Aladino. So let's uh, give it a light and cut and see what we think. It's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting. Brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, it was Perdomo that cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And a quick uh, second place goes to all seven cigars 
that are in that pack. We do not have a top 10. We have a winner, and everybody else comes in second place. And one of them was the uh, cigar that the Ashles picked for Cigar of the Year, which was the... Isn't that, don't they have a weird name Wise for it? Man it Maduro. The, the Ash Hole of the Year? Is that... No, no, no. It was the Cigar of the Year. They do have the Ash Hole, but... Um, Obviously in the running, and it came in second place along with everybody else, but this is it. So Very cedary on the cold Let's drop. taste it and smell it before you even light the cigar. So when I talk about a cigar that takes you back, I was lucky enough to be the guy uh, back in the 90s that introduced Camacho cigars to the market. We had it for one full year and test marketed many, many blends and many sizes and many prices and many bands and packaging and everything for one year until the cigar actually came to market. I know the cigar very well, and this is so reminiscent of the aroma of this mm. when I smelled it. This is 100% Corojo. I know there's a lot of people that use the Corojo name, and this uses Corojo and all this stuff. There's a lot of BS, BS that, that happens in this industry. This is not it. This is the real deal. If you want to taste what real Corojo is from, from the authentic seed, the authentic Corojo, and, and they'll use that word authentic Corojo as opposed to other people using Corojo, supposedly getting a seedling from that <coughs> mother plant and actually creating something from, from that point. This is the real deal. Very cedary and a little salty component <clears throat> on the cold draw. The foot for me has a, a little bit of vanilla cedar component to it vanilla there's a little vanilla sweetness to it i'm going to tell you one of the one of the things i'm getting from the cold draw which is something that is underrated who else is anybody in the crowd lit this up yet when you took a cold draw it this give when you when you pull on it i smoke a lot of cigars that people like oh this has got a great draw because i i I, there's no give it's just air just a straw you don't want that yeah you want a little Little this right here has got that perfect give that I want, a little bit of resistance, which helps make sure the tobacco is going to burn cooler because the draw is going to be slightly, a little, it's not going to be like breathing through a straw. Speaking so of, I think that's underrated that when you see that a lot of times people are like, oh, it's got a little bit tighter draw. It's not tight draw. It's going to perform better that way. And speaking of uh, burning cooler, we've got hmm. the black label flat flame lighter. <coughs> which the flame on this burns cooler than a regular jet flame lighter and gives you perfect combustion on your cigar of the year. Retailing for $99.99, we have the original black label flat flame lighter. I love the aroma coming off the foot too. I've smoked a lot of these and uh, I'm going to say, can I, can I say I don't uh, agree with this being the best size in the line? You may. You may. I'm not a 60 ring gauge smoker, usually. But the 60 ring gauge on this one is so friggin' good, and it burns for a long time. Barry, you fought for the Toro. I fought for the Toro. Um, I still lean toward the Toro, but every size on this line is worthy of Cigar of the Year. Ed Sullivan, I see you smoking it all the time, but you smoke a different size altogether every day. Yeah, I smoke the Santi primarily. It's... uh much narrower ring gauge, but you get all the flavor of the Corojo, so it's a good short smoke. So this is one, as I draw it in, it's, it's all in the nose. All the flavor and spice and everything happens in the front of your face that, that's happening. It's spicy. Go ahead. Oh, look at you. Not bad. 
<laughs> almost. You almost pulled it off. Look at you. Almost retrohaled. But you know, you, you're getting it through the nose even if you don't don't do it. Yeah. What's awesome is on the on the retrohale. Very smooth. There's there's a lot of canal. Yeah, heavy cedar. No uh, cinnamon. There you go. <laughs> but definitely the retrohale brings that to the palate. I can feel it. I just I can feel it in my eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It, that's like a subtle pepper. Like that's why. I, I, so you hear pepper uh, a lot. This is a peppery cigar, and it was a really popular flavor profile for like the last 10, 15 years. Where you light up a cigar and it's just pepper. Yeah. In my opinion, that's under fermented tobacco. In this situation, you're tasting what real pepper flavor is from tobacco that's been aged and fermented properly. Where it's you said it's on the finish. It's on the retro hail. Yeah. You're feeling it. It's a mouth feel. Rather than just a blast of pepper right in front of your mouth, so this is this is excellent. You watch how beautifully this burns, how well constructed it is. I mean, it, it's a it's an unbelievable ten dollars cigar. Unbelievable. I uh, agree. He had a home run. Congratulations to everybody there at uh, you, you know, JRE Tobacco. You know what surprised me? There's there's people in the chat room referring to this as a mild to medium cigar. Now, I, I don't. Think, I think it's far from that. I think right. it's medium to full. Correct. No. Yes. Not, not full flavored, flavored. Yes. All right. So now the last time I said something, you said it was, it was mild, the last cigar. And now you that said, is mild. That is mild strength wise flavor, full, full flavored, full flavored, but it's mild strength wise. And when we say mild, medium and full bodied, we're all, I think should be referring to the strength. And if you want to talk about mouthfeel, use the word mouthfeel. That's my opinion. All right. It's absolutely so it's full flavored, it's, full it's, flavored, but this is, this is a cigar that is approachable. By every smoker. There is, you know, Ed's not a mild smoker is not going to. I mean, I'm a very, mild smoker. I'm a I mild am a mild smoker. smoker. I'm a mild smoker, too. So I guess. All right. Anybody can smoke this. Ed Sullivan smokes much, much fuller bodied cigars than I do. See, and he yeah. likes this early in the day. What's as the well? strength profile, Ed Sullivan? So as far as nicotine, it's medium at most. I'm with but, you there. You know, it's got a, a ton of flavor. And actually, Jonathan, I smoke a lot of these late in the day, too, because the Corojo has a, a really different flavor profile from, you know, typical Connecticut or a Maduro cigar. Right. I, think, I think the spice hits a different part of the palate. So when I'm in a tired palate state, these ones really do the job for me. See, for me, if you take a cigar, you got one to three that's mild, four to six that's medium, seven... Uh, to nine that's full and ten is insane. This is a six in terms of strength. To me, it's just past the edge of medium. It's more, more and than just medium. before full. So to me, it's medium to full. Would you say this is a six in English or a six in French? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Oliver. C. <laughs> that's not Spanish for yes. That was my best six which, attempt. Which six is not S-I-X. They say it differently. But it's so ridiculously smooth that you don't really pick it up as quickly. It I mean, there are cigars that, that are medium to full that hit you right away. But the cigar is so unbelievably balanced and so unbelievably smooth that you don't pay attention to that because you're getting all these flavors. It's a throwback to the original Camacho with Camacho a modern diploma. twist. With a modern twist. No matter which one you taste of, of it, it reminds me of what Camacho Diploma did. The original, original ones that came out that were aged mm -hmm. for so, so long. And what I don't want to happen to this thing is it gets so popular that it goes back to, you know, 
a mass production of what it is because I don't think you can make a lot of these to make them taste like this, and which goes to to La Flor Dominicana's problem, right? You could make a lot more cigars, but they'll never be what they are, so you make what you can make to keep them that way. I'm just jealous of the amount of Corojo that they have because that's Corojo has been the bane of my existence for the last 12 months. <laughs> So I'm I'm just super jealous that they're, they're making Corojo puros, puros, right? <laughs> and I can't I can't, can't even get, get the wrapper tobacco. So uh, congratulations to them. No, I, I I'm always a big fan of the tobacco that comes out of the Aroa family's farm. I'm, yeah, it's that for me is non-Dominican is some of the best tobacco and some of the most consistent flavor profiles in the tobacco from blend to blend. I mean, I'm a huge Corolla fan, too, so this is right up my alley. I've smoked a bunch of these. You know, it's it's funny that it, it's be, always between Nicaragua and Honduras who's growing the best tobacco, and then you taste Honduran tobacco, and you say, wow, this is 100% Something that is Honduran. different about this than other Honduran cigars. You usually refer to the bite coming out of Honduras, right. that Honduran bite. This doesn't have that bite. To me, right on the initial light, all the way through the cigar, minus a couple of changes— when you hit the tips, it is very consistent throughout the entire cigar. Some subtle ups and downs, but for the most part, it's a, it's a pretty straightforward. How you light it is what it tastes like as you smoke it. They said to me, this is the best cigar we can make, and if you don't like it, we can't do any better than this. This is the best we could possibly do. You know, and I'll, I'll piggyback. You mentioned other Honduran. I just don't like Honduran tobacco generally, uh, and I don't think it's because of where it's from. I just think there's just very few really good Honduran cigar makers, in my opinion. Yeah, right. And uh, the haters hate, but, I mean, yeah. they're, they're the best, hands down. The Aurora's <laughs> are the best at it. Everything they make's delicious, and it tastes nothing like other Honduran cigars. Nothing. Yeah. I think on a blind taste test, you'd have a hard time saying this is Honduran. And I don't mean that as an insult to the Honduran cigar yeah, it, growers. Yeah, it's a different product altogether it's, because it's Corojo, right? Yes. So it's a different... Seed, it's a, it makes a different plant and has a different flavor to it, period. So maybe it's, and it's a world by, by its own. It's a cigar by itself. I mean, it's, it's an awesome cigar. It's a throwback brand for sure. Tastes uh, like sarsaparilla. It, it, it brings me right back into the tobacco uh, <laughs> bonds where the tobacco yep. was curing. The, the aroma of it, everything. 100%. <laughs> it look, tastes like caffeine. <laughs> the look on your face. I get nothing for that, Ed Sullivan? You don't get the sarsaparilla? That's what you get, and like it. Right now, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And before you go, Barry, if one of your news stories is that Aladino is the cigar of the year, you're emptying the next six trucks in Nashua. Can I get a pen? Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll start out with Ike Carapides is leading Nat Sherman effective January 2nd, 2018. 2018. Ike served as the executive director of premium cigar sales, and there's no word if he's leaving the industry or will land someplace else. So the boys are breaking up over there. The Mike and Ike show is over. And uh, Zev Kamenetsky has departed Drew Estate, where he served as their national sales director for retail sales for the last two years. And like Ike, there is no word if he will remain in the industry. And so what, what, what do you know? What do you know, though? 
Do you know differently? I, I, I have theories. Um, that's all, just that's theories? theories? You don't know anything. Neither okay. one wanted to comment. They just wanted to get through the holiday season with their families, and they said that we'll know soon enough. All right. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade-A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up! And next week, January 6, 2018, it's the State of the Cigar Industry Address. Here in the Cigar Authority, we'll tell you uh, what the, the industry looks like as we, as we are uh, into the new year. And uh, something I put together for myself, and Mr. Jonathan makes me share it each year. I don't know if there's any value to anybody <coughs> to it, but I think it's interesting. Yeah. And you and I have gone through some of your old ones, yep. and you can highlight different things that you predicted that came true. Yeah, we'll it's a little it's crystal ball-like. Yeah, but it's not a prediction. It's, it's actually facts. It's fact-based information, and here are the facts. Therefore, what I try to do is uh, direct my business at that point, knowing what is going on. So we'll have that. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories. They're too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Just uh, for the record, the rep for the brand is sitting right there. Just go easy. Not happening. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. Jimmy, you're going to have to sign a uh, non-disclosure agreement (laughs) on this one. You know, every week I do this and there's handwritten note in here, read the whole thing. I'm always tempted to say, read the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Jonathan, do you suffer from Machiavellianism, psychoticism, and narcissism? Yes, yes, and yes. Well, according to researchers at Innsbruck University in Austria, you might. According to a study by researchers on almost 1,000 subjects, participants were shown foods and were asked to rate them on a sliding scale. The same test subjects were also given personality questionnaires. According to the results, those who like things such as black coffee, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, and Chinese oh. pea pods. Wow. Are more like- Chinese pea pods? Did you add that? <laughs> that I added. Yeah. yeah, okay. Are more likely to elicit harsher moral judgments and interpersonal hostility and negative personality traits like narcissism. With my bell here. <laughs> How many narcissists does it take to change a light bulb? None. They usually find someone else to do the menial task for them, and that's not only <laughs> yeah, insane. Correct. It's asylum. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh-huh. There's something crazy about what was just said. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away. It's like he was reading my bio. And what, what about the guy you forced to eat the same stuff? You make me eat that stuff. He's called your boss. Yeah. You ate the Brussels sprout. You I liked it. I ate it. It was all right. Brussels sprouts are delicious. I eat them about five days a week. Really? I hate them. Oh, so good. Now, if you wrap them in bacon, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Because everything's better with bacon. So what are your thoughts here on this cigar? The cigar of the year, the Aladino, uh, burning perfect to... I have to say, 
regardless of how this played out, they were all eight cigars were great. Great. And people said it that didn't have those cigars before. Yeah. That I never tried this and this and this. We nailed it. We, we nailed the contenders. You know, I, I took the votes for the people writing in with their votes, and the majority of people wrote in saying it was extremely hard Very to difficult. pick one. Because they were all great. Yep. And the amazing thing is there's eight great cigars that are there. Yep. How did all eight not show up on everybody's list? Everybody that did top 25s, yep. none of the eight even shows there. These were the eight, I think. Well, because, because our criteria is it has to have come out that year. Which is going to get tougher and tougher. Right. I would like to see a battle of all the winners pick the ones that still exist on the market. I thought about that in 2000 to go back and say of the century or something like that. Well, we could do it now just because of FDA saying, okay, we're going to go with the uh, Something's going to have to change top on, cigar on it if nothing new comes out. You got anything new coming out? Oh, yeah. yeah really? Yeah, yeah, keep it coming. Um, until they tell us not to do it. Uh, we've got in January, in two weeks, uh, we've got for the state of Minnesota exclusively, we're continuing the special football edition. Okay. Uh, so that'll be hitting uh, Minnesota retailers in two weeks. And two guys smoke shop? <laughs> Potentially. Yeah. I may, was, I, may, I may pick up one of those when I go to Minnesota to the Super Bowl. Are you, you headed out? I may be going. If you go, let me know. I'm, if, I'm getting the there January 31st. In it, I'm there. All right, perfect. Yeah, we can definitely smoke. Um, so that's coming out at the beginning of January. Um, our La Volcata just hit retail shops last week in a it's small, it. in a small launch. It. So it's not, for anyone that's listening, it's not a full launch. It's not the, the grand uh, launch that we'll have earlier in, in 2018. Uh, there'll be more availability. We wanted to get it out on the market around the holidays just because it's uh, something special. And, yeah, it's, it's a really good It smoke. has been so well received. <clears throat> Coincidentally, uses Corojo as the binder. Ah. Yep. So that's new. And then uh, we have some other projects that are coming in 2018. Uh, we have a, a, the TAAs in its 50th year. So we have a special 50th anniversary uh, edition that's going to be very high end. And is this this is the size you picked out? You did it all? Or are you going to leave it up to them again? This is, this is a project Lito's working on. Yeah, okay. So he, he's working on something special for the golden anniversary, so it'll be something that he picks. Uh, we'll right, continue good. on with our regular TAAs as well, uh, but this will be something special for that. And then, um, I can't say exactly what it is, but we have a black project oh. uh, that Lito's working on for some old cigars that he, that he found, that he had from uh, the early to mid-2000s uh, right. that we're going to be re-releasing as uh, some sort of a limited project. So th- those are two things that, that are in the works right now. Um, Black project. Yeah, and it's, it's, and it's pre-predicate date, so just in case the FDA things are challenging, it's a project that we have done in the past, but it's coming back, and it was very popular. So you'll see some Black Project uh, coming out in 2018. So that, that's the beginning of the year. I'm sure we'll have some other things middle of the year, but mainly our focus is focusing on, uh, for this year, is our Andalusian Bowl and our Reserve Special, getting that in line. In regards to production. Okay. All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, it's a classic three-way, the offer of the day. And uh, we'll get ready for the State of the Industry Address. We're live from Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
Smokey Joe's is changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smokey Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., and now they want to fit you too with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, Smokey Joe's invites you to feel the inspiration of fashion from an era where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets. Available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. 
Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? Writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Raised in Cuba and steeped in the rich tradition of the Fernandez cigar legacy, A.J. Fernandez produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua, ensuring superior quality. The day-to-day operations at Tabacalera A.J. Fernandez Cigars de Nicaragua are managed under the watchful eye of A.J. Fernandez himself. Through a fusion of inherited techniques and learned patience, A.J. Fernandez filler tobaccos are grown from prized seeds which are proprietary only to the Fernandez family. Perhaps the most essential quality of the A.J. Fernandez line of cigars, such as New World, Enclave and Last Call, is the perspective and motivation of A.J. Fernandez, as well as the history of the Fernandez family. Enjoy the continuing legacy of A.J. Fernandez cigars. Hi, this is Tony Serino. And this is Carson Serino. From Serino Cigars, you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Soundstead. We're smoking the Cigar of the Year, the Aladino, Robusto, 5x50, the All Corojo Honduran from Justo Aroa. Look at you. We were talking about that in the show, so Julio, right? Julio. He- Jesus. Yeah. Justo. Yes. It's got to be it, so, right? So, not, not Julio <laughs> and not Gusto. So that, that, that's it. So Poor guy's pop. been wondering who you're talking to for 20 years. <laughs> the hell is he talking to? He'll correct me. Hopefully he's listening. Is he listening? Is he on? Nothing? We don't know? No, I think he's out of the country, actually. Yes, he's up in Canada. In Canada. They have the intranets in Canada. Nah, they don't. Rudy texted me. Is and it he's Box Day or something? It's Boxing Day. That was day. the 26th, Boxing uh, Day. Boxing Day. Rudy, by the way, not happy about my dislike for Bohemian Rhapsody. It took eight years, almost nine years, for him and I to disagree on something. He loves it. I hate it. Sorry, Rudy. How how do you hate? How do you hate it? I just don't like it. It comes on the radio, I turn the channel. Someone requests it as a DJ, I delete the file. Do you do the Fandango? 
No. Come on. No? So that's the song you deleted from your catalog. When I DJed, I deleted La Bamba from my catalog. Do you know the words La Bamba? All I know is La 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 Bamba. Do you know the words La Bamba? Drove me crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So it's safe to say you're never coming on the show again. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Jonathan Connie's here with us from La Fleur Dominicana, and he's all out there everywhere. You see Aladino out there on the... I do a lot. Yeah? Yeah, I see Aladino a lot. Yeah, it's... uh, it's it stands out in the humor, too, because it's got that really nice artwork on the inside. Yeah. So it stands out. When you, when you walk in, you really notice it. All right. So yep. we'll see, see how well that does. It, it certainly does good for us. Uh, people have been buying it over and over again. That's another criteria that we have, we have to see if people are voting with their wallets. And, and they have been uh, buying it already. And now it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow up, hopefully. I will agree with you. I, I'm quite surprised. There's a few of them that are on the, the contenders pack there that I'm shocked didn't show up on people's lists. Like, how this didn't show up on, on top 25 lists right. is shocking to me. Um, the Aroa 20 mm-hmm. was another one. I can't believe that didn't show up on lists. Uh, the, the Oscar. Yeah. The, the Oscar products, anything that says Oscar on it the last two or three years has been fire. Yeah, I, I, I'm shocked that that's not on, on people's list, too. Those, those three specifically are ones that really were surprising to me to see less attention on the top 25 lists that people make. But the, the, some of the lists... You see some lists that are heavy where somebody will make a top 10 list and they're, it's a blogger or whatever. I have nothing against it, but it's like six, six of them come out of a certain Same factory, thing, right. two come out of one factory, and then there's like one Padron. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it, it's based off of like maybe who sent them to them or you know what who I thought was the, You know who I thought was going to get a lot of play on these lists was A.J. Fernandez because there's so mm-hmm. much product out there with them. And, and so far it hasn't. It has not. I'm shocked. I thought it was going to actually be, oh, my God, there's going to be A.J. Fernandez everywhere. Do you think that the bloggers and the magazines think that he is more of a mass market producer because he makes so many cigars for people? I mean, he's like a tenth of all the imports coming in the United States. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what it was. I'm, I'm surprised. And maybe uh, this wasn't his year. I don't, I don't know how that could be. But uh, I'd watch for him for next year. Yeah, I would agree. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I mean AJ Fernandez. There's there's nobody at the IPCPR this year that sold more cigars to retailers than AJ Fernandez. Okay, right now it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? And Mr. Jonathan Connie, I know you love beef, but how are you on chicken? Oh, you I love chicken. You love chicken. Love chicken. Love chicken. Ten thousand dollars to eat a raw chicken. The whole thing. Raw. They're doing it with sushi now, you know. It's, it's raw chicken. There are chickens that don't have salmonella. They're, I can't remember what. Trying hen, to find the right is, one is the problem. But there's a specific chicken that doesn't have that issue. Um, so I would eat that chicken for 10000 A regular chicken that I would pick up in the grocery store raw, Yeah. Uh, absolutely 100% no. And, you know, uh, I talked to a policeman that has police dogs. They actually feed the, the police dogs raw chicken that's what they eat they throw a whole raw chicken the dog eats it and the dog is fine different body structure or whatever obviously but it's okay with it but mr jonathan 10th i mean can you die from salmonella you just get the runs or something no you can you can legitimately die like how dead mostly dead (laughs) dead we're talking 10 grand here to eat a raw chicken like cornish hen size chicken i'm gonna just go we're gonna go to supermarket grab a chicken i get to pick the chicken I can select the chicken. But isn't a Cornish hen like from the turkey family? I don't, I don't know. think that's a chicken. I'm talking raw chicken, 
that you, you get at the store, like an eight, <coughs> like a five-pounder. No, yeah, it I don't not. It I'm says not, hanging the title, so therefore it's not a chicken. I am not. Uh, I'm not a real fan of buying my chicken at the grocery store. I'd want to go to like a butcher where I can pick the chicken. He still has feathers on it. That chicken, I feel like I'd be safer eating. You was just chick- killed. You got a chicken hen and a rooster. <laughs> what? The what? rooster makes it with the with the hen. Who's doing the chicken? Who's having sex with the chicken? This is the Seinfeld question of the yeah, week. You know, there's another there's another name to. for a rooster. I could see Jonathan doing the rooster. Hey, there we go. So would you would you or would you not? Ten thousand. I'm on the fence. You'd let me shoot you for ten thousand dollars. You may live, but you might die. Same thing with the chicken. We could always reach out to Chuck Morrison. You and shouldn't have him eat bring a, his chicken. You shouldn't eat a, a raw chicken. Would you eat a raw chicken? No. Do you have to eat the bones? No. Just the raw chicken. Just no. The answer is no. Fine. All right. I guess the answer is no. All right, the answer is no. Don't, I wanted don't. to eat it, but they're doing it now. Sushi. Yeah, yeah. I would try it. Raw chicken sushi. But but yeah. they have that they have that breed of chicken. I can't remember what it is. Somebody can probably look it up. There's a breed of chicken that can you just spray a little bleach on it? <laughs> That's probably not good for you either. You know, for for fifteen grand, he'll he'll drink bleach as a side dish. So this is the time of year you're looking at New Year's resolutions and what do you want for the new year. Here's what I'd like. I'd like you to go to the show on iTunes and YouTube and subscribe and give us a top-notch rating. Help us out if you like the show and tell your friends to do the same. And if you don't like it, keep it to yourself. Nobody likes a big mouth. <laughs> That's all. <clears throat> you ready for a classic three-way with you three guys? Let's get it done. Right. Okay. It's time for the classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under three dollars per cigar you like that baby say more where i came from yeah choose any blend including the classic connecticut for its mild and smooth taste the classic maduro for its bold and spicy flavor or the classic cuban for its sweet sun-grown and nutty overtones that's undertones you idiot whichever classic you choose it's a classic cigar available at twoguyscigars.com that's twoguyscigars.com celebrate today with a classic cigar. This one is an important one because the winner today will be the winner of 2017 because it's the last one, the last show. Who is our champion? Somebody won big last week, but I don't remember who. Have you have a guest last week? Oh, I think it was Oliver. I think Oliver ran away. I'm pretty sure Oliver won. So we'll go back the week before, and it was Mr. Jonathan, so we'll start with you. I got six questions, and I got two backups for in case we get a tie because I don't want a tie here. So we go to number seven if we have to, and we stop. We go to number eight if we have to, and we stop. Okay. So, so you're going with tomorrow's dates? I gotta know which ones to pull out of my memory. <laughs> you don't. I'm, I'm really messing you up, so you don't Cheater. do it. So I'm going to New Year's Day. New Year's nice. Day. New Year's baby. I got this. Okay. The first one to you, Mr. Jonathan, is Donald Trump Jr. Business executive, executive vice president of his father's Trump organization, who is famous, famous as the first child of the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump. We're looking for Donald Trump Jr., born today, 
What year? I want to make sure everyone has their answers dialed in. I don't want Barron's changing his. Marie Blair. Okay. 1969. 69. Mr. Jonathan Connie. 1975. 75. 69. 69. Two have 69. Only one person gets a point, Mr. Jonathan Connie. He says 75. It's 77. Mr. Jonathan Connie takes the lead. Nice and job. over to Mr. Jonathan Connie. PSY. Hissy. Sai. South Korean guy, right? Pop singer, international. Uh, pop performer. Style. There we go. Hit single, Gum Gum Style, who won the best video on MTV European Award and became a viral video on YouTube. How do you say the name again? Psy. Psy. Like Born the Cy today, Young Award. What year, Mr. Jonathan Connie? 1984. 84. 84. 84 again. 1982. 82, and everybody is over. The answer would be the same as Donald Trump Jr., 1977. Born on the same day. You see the similarities between the two? I'm surprised. He's, Coincidence? I'm I think su- not. He's 40 He's forty years old. That's crazy. Looks great. Yeah. <laughs> Eats a lot of chicken sushi. <coughs> Keeps you young. Barry Stein. Anthony Hopkins. Oh. Movie actor. Welch actor best known for portraying the serial killer Hannibal Lecter in his role. There we go. In his Academy Award as best actor. He also played roles in The Mask of Zorro, Nixon, Thor. Born today... Anthony, born on New Year's Day, Anthony Hopkins. 1940. 40. 32. 32. I have 1940 as well. 40 as well. Isn't that weird? That it, and each one he has continued to do it and uh, be wrong. But the winner is <laughs> Mr. Jonathan in 1932. He says it's 37. So we have a tie for Mr. Jonathan and Mr. Jonathan. I'm going back to my minus two. Back to you, Mr. Jonathan. John Denver. Folk singer, songwriter, acoustic guitar player who released Rocky Mountain High, Take Me Home, Country Roads, and Annie Song. The late great John Denver, born today, what year? 1947. 47. 1940. 40. 1930. 30. Mr. Jonathan Connie will take the point at 1940, it's 43. We have two for Mr. Jonathan Connie, one for Mr. Jonathan, and one for Barry. Over to Barry. Donna Summer. I don't have any. Yeah, zero. Yeah. Goose egg. Yeah, goose egg on Donna Summer. Donna Summer. (laughs) Donna Summer. Multi-Grammy award-winning singer and songwriter, disco queen who released Bad Girls, Love to Love You Baby, and many more. Donna Summer. Born today, what year? Born New Year's Day. What year? Uh, Who would that be? JC. 1920. 20. Lowballing it, huh? Way under. 52. 52. 48. 48. Believe it or not, somebody's got two points. Yeah, I do. Mr. Jonathan. Cheater. Two points. That was clutch. And he takes the uh, lead right now with one question left. We have Mr. Jonathan at three points. Mr. Jonathan Connie at two points. And Barry Stein at a goose egg. Last question, if this is the way it ends. Paul Revere. This is uh, born. Friggin' kidding me. (laughs) Paul Revere. War hero, patriot, and American revolutionary who warned his fellow patriots during the, the legendary oh midnight God. ride that the British were coming. Yankee Doodle was born on 4th of July, but Paul Revere was born New Year's Day. What year? Hang on. This is Barry Stein going first. 1731. You can't change your number here. I'm just saying. I want him to go first. 1720. S- 1731, you said? Yes. 1720. 
1740. 1740. I'm just amazed how close they all are. 1731, Barry Stein. 1731 gets the point in the block. Mr. Jonathan is our champion of For the second year in a row. 2017. Loser all year, but goes out a winner. I, I wanted to cheat so bad and just say 1732. I didn't do it because I'm debonair. It's a good game. Oh, what's the answer? 1735. He said 1731. And we had Vern. Um, Stuntman and uh, Mini Me, the guy Mini Me. Vern Troyer. 68. 69. And Betsy Ross. Uh, 27. 28. 9. 29. 1729. 1752. Mm -hmm. So that, that is it for New Year's Day. So Mr. Jonathan pulling it out. <clears throat> Clutching it. Are you proud of me, Ed Sullivan? For two points. Very proud. Thank you. That's all I live oh, for. Oh, I thought the history question in the 1700s, you guys were going to be like 1920. Uh, you know, <laughs> Paul Revere. What was that in the 60s? 1960? Paul Revere Close and enough. the Raiders, right? Right. Or Beastie Boys, License Tale. <clears throat> Here's a little story I oh. got to tell. Yep. I made a mess. Premature ejaculation. Now, now that we have the ball. We yes. should add in during that three-way. You have one mm. opportunity to phone a friend through the audience. Oh, yes. yes. Throw to a friend, and if the friend doesn't catch it, or doesn't the, count. Or the whole audience against us, that each person gets a question. Wow. There's so much we can do with the ball. Yeah. Ah, 2018. We're going we're gonna to ramp this one up. We're going to ramp it up. So uh, anyway, good year, 2017. Uh, the the best. It was it was a great year. 2017 was it was crazy uh, for me personally, professionally. Um, but it was it was an awesome year. It was it was great. It was great momentum into 2018 for us. I think the the industry is in a great spot. Uh, there's a lot of positive things that are going on right now uh, that are really good on the legislative level, um, regulations level. Uh, there just seems to be a lot of energy uh, in the premium cigar business, which I think there was some some doubts and some uncertainties over sure. the last few years and this was a year where everywhere I go people are people are up in their game retailers are up in the game retail shops are getting are getting better uh, cigar radio shows are upgrading there we go um, people no. are spending money the economy's yep. better people feel better I, I'll tell you for Christmas season you saw people coming in and spending money like the old days no, no matter how people feel politically I hate to say this but um, th this is not politics this is facts in life the economy's stronger the consumer uh, spending habits are better the cigar retail shops are better all retail shops are better consumer uh, confidence the confidence levels is high yeah. people are really co uh, really confident and uh, even with difference, difference of politics and opinions and views and things, I think we can all agree that no matter what your view on why it's going this way, things are going very well right now. 2017, the end of the year, was excellent. It's going to be an awesome 2018, uh, I think, for our industry specifically. So. And for La Fleur Dominicana, the best year ever? Yes, sir. Beautiful. Yes, Love sir. to hear it. Yes, best sir. year ever. Absolutely. Hey, and February, uh, we will all have more money to spend on cigars. Your taxes will go down, right? Mm-hmm. Spend it on cigars is what I, I will. Yes, I will. <laughs> I'll tell you, the, the, the craziest thing about any type of cigar of the year situation, um, one, I'm enjoying the Aladino, uh, but it always, no matter, no matter wh where, you, where you are as a manufacturer in terms of how much product you rate, it creates a really great problem. Uh, you know, Aladino will see that. Uh, across the board with, with the Cigar of the Year here. Yeah. Uh, but the, the funniest thing that I, I try to express to people uh, that, that I ch experience as the biggest challenge 
is I promise to all the retailers that I've spoken to throughout the year that we don't have a certain cigar. I'm not lying to you. Right. We don't have it. I'm, I'm not a jerk. Uh, I'm not, not shipping it to you because I, I don't want to. Um, you know, I have retailers that received it at the end of the year. We received like 10 boxes, and we spread 10 boxes out to the 1,700 retailers. Right. And I have people who haven't received it since they ordered it last December. There's yeah. a large amount of that. So I promise I, I wasn't lying to you in 2017. I wasn't being a jerk. Um, but that was one of the more unique challenges of it where people that it's I a, have it, strong relationships with think a I'm a positive jerk. and a curse at the same <laughs> yeah. time, right? Yeah. They, but we, we loved it. It was great. I appreciate everybody being patient with it. But I, I'll say it here publicly, uh, you know, it was certainly challenging. And if, if we could have met the demand that we had on it, uh, we would have certainly have done it. Um, but the reality is for us, we wanted this to be something that you can enjoy year after year and something that could become part of, uh, of your retail shop. And, and the cigar smokers that get to enjoy that cigar get the same experience every time. So it was a challenging year in that regard. And I would say that's the biggest challenge where I was talking to people that I had close relationships with. And, and I always felt like sometimes I felt I was lying to them on that. So I, that was one of the biggest personal challenges with it. I mean, it's nice to take a deep breath at the end of the year, uh, but I think everybody understands it, and, and we're on the same page with it. But it was, it was a great year to have it, and 2017 was special, and it's probably going to lead into 2018 because they said the Cigar of the Year this year was even harder to get um, with Cigar Aficionado than, than last year's, so we're still uh, working on, on meeting that and producing that product. So, But great year. No, nothing Beautiful. I would take back by any means. Good. And Barry for the Cigar Authority, best year ever? Best year ever. And continuing to Con- grow. Constantly and growing. Things and if they, if you're not uh, part of the um, regular, go on to the Cigar Authority. Barry posts reviews every single day. There's something there, uh, ongoing news. Some of it that makes the show, some of it doesn't. But he uh, certainly smokes a lot of cigars and gives his reviews and things on it. So catch that, Mr. Jonathan. Anything with you for 2018? I'm going to learn. I'm working on letting things go and not holding on to my anger. That's my thing for 2018. A little less Machiavellianism. I'm just going to let it go. That's the thing I struggle with the most. I hold on to it. I'm just going to let it go. That was my idea of passing it off to you, that as a manager here, you, you hold on to this. Yeah, I'm not holding on to no. it anymore. I'll hold the ball, but I'm not holding on to the angst. Just You're not taking it, it home with you? Let Don't it go. take it home with Let it go. All right, that's it. Thank you, uh, Mr. Jonathan Carney, for uh, La Fleur Dominicana, the support for the Cigar Authority. Thank you, as always, for that. Uh, we're going to keep the show going on uh, next week. Uh, kind of uh, industry report that I put together every every single year. Um, is it the boom? Is it the bust of the cigar industry? Have we seen better days or are there better days ahead? Uh, I have the numbers and stats and everything. I'm going to tell you uh, I've been doing this for over 25 years. I put it together for the direction of my company. I'll tell you what it is for whatever that's worth. It's called the State of the Cigar Industry Address. Until then, Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And when you're smoking your cigar of the year, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.